You are listening to the Pursuit Church Essay Podcast. We are a group of imperfect, real people on a mission to pursue God and love people. From wherever you are listening, we hope that you are encouraged by this week's message. You know, today we honor God, our Heavenly Father. Okay, We're always going to honor Him. But we're also going to honor a little bit that role of an earthly father too. And that includes parental dads, spiritual dads, men who serve as mentors to others, and those who have an influence in somebody's life. Now I know for most of us here today, it's it's a beautiful, wonderful opportunity to honor the dads in our life, those dad figures. But I also want to acknowledge that I understand that today can be difficult. And for some of you, today is a tough day. For fathers who maybe aren't here anymore. Some of you, like Pastor Karen, who have lost their fathers, today can be a hard day. And maybe there are others here today whose dads are absent from their lives for whatever reason. I want you to know I understand, and God understands, your hurt. He understands that. He's with you. But can I assure you of one thing before I go any further today? Despite what kind of a relationship you may have had with your father or have with your father, whether your dad has blessed you, affirmed you, or abandoned you. Please hear my heart on this, and please hear God's heart. You have a father in heaven who loves you deeply. I want you to hear that. I want you to believe that. I want you to know that today. A dad, Abba, is the word that Jesus used to describe. It means daddy. You have a daddy in heaven, an eternal father who loves you. You are the apple of his eye. Your picture's on his refrigerator. He loves you that much. He loves you, and he is always affirming you through his word. I want you to remember, can can you just give God some thanks for that right now? Right now. So whether your dad is still active in your life or maybe he's gone on, whatever it is, you have the chance to experience the power of a father's love, though, through acceptance because we have a perfect heavenly father who gives us that. Today, I want to spend a few minutes talking about a particular expression of a father's love. It is a powerful declaration So much more than just encouragement or praise. I'm talking about a father's blessing. A father's blessing. In fact, that's the title of today's sermon. The father's blessing. You know, the father's blessing is one of the greatest gifts of encouragement and direction that we can receive. But as a father, it's also one of the most important ways that we can speak life into our kids, into those that we have the opportunity to influence. It is so good. Now, I say a father's blessing, because today we are talking to the dads. We're talking to the fathers in the house. But actually, I want you to hear me on this. Anybody can speak a blessing over somebody else. So I don't want you to think that this message is only for fathers. It's actually for all of us. It's actually for all of us. You see, the concept of speaking a blessing 
is rooted all the way back in Old Testament Scripture. That's where we see it, the beginnings. In the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, we see Isaac speaking a father's blessing over Jacob. And then later in that same book, we see Jacob speaking a blessing over all 12 of his sons and actually a couple of his grandkids. And then God himself, God himself speaks this beautiful blessing over the people of Israel, and it applies to all of us as well as believers. He spoke it through Moses and Aaron, and it's found in the book of Numbers, chapter 6. Verses 22 through 27. Those of you, by the way, that, you know, may not realize this, but, you know, that song came out, Carrie Job, not too long ago, called The Blessing. This is the scripture that that song is based on. This is that song. This is where it comes from. It says, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name upon the people of Israel and I will, what? Bless them. You see, the Father's blessing was powerful then and it's no less powerful today. It's just as powerful today as it was when God spoke to Moses and Aaron. But here's the deal. You might be thinking, well, that's nice, Pastor. But that was Moses and Aaron speaking that blessing. I could never speak a blessing like that. I wouldn't even know where to start. If that's you, if you're thinking that right now, I've actually got some really good news for you. You see, Moses used to think that same way. When God called Moses and said, I want you to go speak to Pharaoh. You know what Moses said? I don't know what to say. I can't do this, God. I can't do this. That's what Moses told God. He didn't know what to say either. And you see, that's why God gave Moses and Aaron the words to speak. That's why he gave it to them. All they had to do, all you have to do, is speak what God says. That's it. You don't have to come up with the words. Moses and Aaron didn't have to come up with the words. They simply spoke what God said to speak. And that's my point today. I want you to remember this. Speaking the Father's blessing is not to show how good you are. It's to show how great God is. Let me say that again. Speaking a blessing, a Father's blessing or any other blessing, is not to show your goodness. It's to show how great God is. Come on. You see, when Isaac was blessing Jacob and when Jacob was blessing his sons and speaking all these great things, they weren't just making it up. They were speaking what God was giving them to speak through inspiration, through guidance. That's the power of a blessing. That's the power of a father's blessing. And that's the beautiful thing about a blessing is a Hear me now. A blessing is a declaration of God's truth over and into the life of the person you're speaking the blessing into. You see, it's more than just a prayer. Hear me now. A blessing is more than just a prayer. 
Because they're not your words, you're actually using God's words of truth to speak into and over somebody's life, their situation, their circumstance. It's more than just a prayer. It's a powerful declaration. I want you to, want you to hear me on that. So where do we find God's truth today? In his word. That's where we find it. So if you want to know where God's truth is, it's in his word. You see, God's book of truth, of hope, of instruction is the Bible. That's where we find God's truth today. We don't have to come up with the stuff. It's already there. You don't have to invent. You don't have to think, well, what can I say? How can I, how can I bless somebody? No, it's already there. You just have to dig it out, find it, and proclaim it, okay? So my brothers and my sisters, men and women both, let me say to you with 100%, 100% certainty, you can speak a blessing. You can do it. And dads, you dads, let me talk to the dads for a minute, the men, you have a very real opportunity to speak a father's blessing into the lives of your kids and those that you influence. Hear me. You can do it. Your blessing is powerful because God's word is powerful. It's not just you, but your blessing is powerful. It has impact because God's word is powerful and has impact. You see, when you speak God's word into the lives of your children, your grandchildren, your spiritual sons and daughters, those that you mentor, it can be life-altering. Hear me. It can be life-altering. My friends, anyone within the sound of my voice, whether you're listening to this on a podcast in the future, we need Father's blessings in our world today. We need it. Come on. Our, our kids need it. Our grandchildren need it. Our families need it. Our wives need it. Our world needs the Father's blessing. The Apostle Paul recognized this so well when he wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. This is what Paul said, because you see, we've been dealing with this for a long, long time. Paul said, for though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel, through God's word. Men, we have a special responsibility to lead the way in our lives, in our families, and in the kingdom of God. The speaking of blessings over our families and others will have an eternal impact. It did back then in the book of Genesis, and it still does today. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And when you speak powerful blessings into and over somebody, wonderful and beautiful things can happen. Can I just point out three things? And there's way more than three. But I want to point out three ways or reasons why a father's blessing can have impact and influence. The first one is this. A father's blessing can speak to position. It can speak to position. John chapter 1 verse 12 
says that when we receive Christ, we become children of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 reminds us that when we accept Christ, we are a new creation. And 1 John 4.4 tells us that we are from God. Do you see what all these things are saying? They're saying, this is your position. This is your place. This is who you are. When you speak those kinds of scriptures and God's word over people, it helps them understand their position. It helps people understand who they are in Christ. And my friends, perhaps like never before, we're living in a time where people need to know who they are in Christ. Come on. They need to know their identity. They need to know who they really are. Not who the world says they are. Not, not even who they, they think they are. Come on now. They need to know who they are in Christ. Who God really created them to be. In his likeness, in his image. Our children and others, if we don't speak those kind of blessings, can become confused. They, they, they can begin to go down the way of the world and not really understand who they are in Christ. So men, dads specifically, when you speak a blessing of position, using God's word, you help establish and encourage identity. Hear me now. Moms, you can do it too. I'm talking to the dads here for a minute. When you speak about position, who someone is in Christ, you're helping. You're helping to encourage and establish their identity. And everybody needs to understand who God created them to be. Everybody needs to understand that. Regardless of where you are in life, whether you're young, old, in the middle, in between, two years old, 80 years old, everybody needs to understand who they are in Christ. Whether you're saved or not, doesn't matter. Because I I would submit to you, it's hard to accept... God is your Father, and Jesus Christ is your Savior if you don't know your position with them. Come on. Come on. Let me show you a second thing that a Father's blessing can bring. A Father's blessing can speak to promises. You know, God's Word is full of promises. It is full of His promises. Hebrews 13.5 promises us that God will never leave us or forsake us. Jeremiah 29.11, God promises to give us a hope and a future. Can you, do your kids need to know that? Do your family members need to know that? That God will never leave them or forsake them? You know, I, I, I just think... So much of the world, and, and this is the church is not immune from this. They're every bit as much in, in a problem with this. We see this suffering of, of, of mental health right now in, in our world. It's in the church. It, it's everywhere. So don't 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 think that you know just because you're sitting here on Sunday morning that you or your family or everybody else is immune from that. But I think so much of that is because people aren't holding on to the promises of God. They get, they get discouraged. They get, a father's blessing can help speak to the promises of God. You see, our children, our families, and our friends in this world need to know that we have a God we can count on. Come on. We need to know. Your children need to know. Your families need to know. The world needs to know that we have a God that we can count on. That he keeps his promises. 
And when you bless by speaking the promises of God, you're inspiring hope and you're inspiring confidence. And now more than ever, now more than ever, we need hope. We need confidence. We're living in a world that is disillusioned and disappointed. They're disappointed in politicians. They're disillusioned with law enforcement and so many other things. Many of them are even disappointed and disillusioned in the church, Christ's bride. When we find the promises in God's word and then speak them out loud, speak them into and over our, our families and people, we're laying a foundation of real hope, real hope, real confidence. Not something just conjured up in someone's brain. That's real hope and real confidence. God does what he says he's going to do. And dads, you, you, you and I may occasionally break a promise. Let's just keep it real here. You know, even despite our best intentions, God never will. God never will. He did. God said, well, am I a man that I should lie? No, God doesn't. God keeps his promises. Let me talk uh, about a third way that I believe a father's blessing can bring something to somebody. A father's blessing can speak to possibilities. A father's blessing can speak to possibilities. You know, so often we can find ourselves and those that we love in it seems to be impossible situations or circumstances. Anybody ever ever found yourself there or people that you know you're in a relationship with or it just seems like it's an impossible situation. But I'm here to tell you today we serve a God of the impossible. Come on. We one, one scripture said God said is there is there anything too hard for God? No, there actually isn't. There's nothing too hard for God. We serve a God of the impossible. You see, we have a heavenly father who can bless us with ways out of trouble as well as comforting us in our trouble. Both, right? We have a father who can show us possibilities (laughs) that we could never even conceive of. God says in his word, my ways are higher than your ways. There's going to be things, there's going to be possibilities that God already has lined up that you have no knowledge about. We serve a God of the impossible who has literally unlimited possibilities. You know, we think there's three ways to do things. God has, uh, there's about 3,000 ways I could actually do that. Let me, let me just show you, right? We're, we're limited. God is unlimited. We're finite. God is infinite. You know, Jesus reminded us of this in, in, you know, two two scriptures. In a lot of places, I want to share just two with you really quickly. In Mark 9, 23, Jesus told us that all things, he didn't say some things. He said all things are possible for those that believe. That's in Mark 9, 23. It's not on the board. You need to go home and do some research, some homework tonight. And in Luke 18, 27, Jesus said this. He said that the things that seem impossible with man are possible with God. Can you see how speaking that kind of truth into somebody's life could impact them, could change them, could help them? Wow. 
You see, as we speak the possibilities that are found in God's word in the form of a blessing over those that we love and influence, we're helping them to change their perspective. We're helping them to change their perspective to see, yes, I can't see a way out of this, but God has ways out of this or through this. And see, you're reminding them just how powerful God is when you're speaking that into their life. And you're reminding them how much God loves them, that God does see them, and that God has ways to help them either through or in or out of whatever situation. Because sometimes we have people that reach the point (laughs) that they don't think they have. And I talked about mental health, and to be honest with you, that's usually why people commit suicide, is they believe they're out of options. They believe there are no more possibilities. Can you see how a father's blessing can speak to that? Can show somebody that God still has possibilities for their life, to give them a hope and a future, to meet them where they are, that he has not left them or forsaken. You see how these things actually go together? We serve a God of the impossible. And a father's blessing helps remind, helps remind. I hope you're beginning to see just how powerful a father's blessing can be and why God commanded us to do it. (laughs) It's powerful. But if you still aren't convinced of the impact of a father's blessing, or maybe you still don't think that you actually have the power to speak that kind of a blessing, hear me now. Please hear me about this. You do. You do have what it takes. And God is absolutely expecting you to speak blessings over others. You see, God doesn't play favorites. His word says he's no respecter of persons. And so speaking a blessing is not just for pastors. It's not just for someone who's been trained in the ministry. It's not just for the heroes of the Bible. No, speaking a blessing is for you. Is for you to do, for me to do for all of us to do. It's not just for a privileged few. God expects us to speak blessings into our kids, to our families, to our friends, to those that we're mentoring, to anyone that, have, that we have influence in. Ephesians 1.3, Paul says this to remind us about that. Ephesians 1.3, Paul wrote this, Blessed be the God, And Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every, wait a minute, some, no, every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Come on. You see, God's already blessed you with what you need. You already have it right now. You have it right this minute. You have his word. You have his promises. You have his possibilities All of it is found right here. It's all here. You don't have to make this stuff up. You don't have to come up with it. You don't have to think, oh, what am I going to do? No, it's here. It's here. All you have to do is access this. Okay? All you need to do is access it. All you need to do to speak blessing into the lives of others is found right here. 
You can do it. Now, maybe some of you might be saying, but, you know, I didn't get from my dad or I didn't get from my spiritual mentor. I didn't, whatever. I didn't get something. And so I don't know if if I can really do it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Don't let what your dad or anyone else did or didn't do stop you from doing what God's calling you to do. Come on. And, and, and you know why? Because God fills in the gaps that you think you're missing, right? What you feel like you didn't get, God's already given you. Somebody needs to hear that in here. Somebody right now, you're thinking, yeah, I didn't get... No, God's already given you what you think you missed out on. It's already here. All you have to do is access it, grab it, receive it in your own life. You have everything that you need from your Father in heaven, your perfect Father, who doesn't break his promises, who doesn't, you know, miss a baseball game, who doesn't... Hey, come on now. He doesn't do any of that. Scripture tells us that actually through Christ, we can do all things who strengthens us. You see, God has already blessed you right now with everything that you need. All you need to do is open your heart and receive what he's already blessed you with. See, that's a big part of the problem. We haven't, many of us, actually received the blessing that God has for us yet. And I've said this before, and I'll say it a hundred times. It's very difficult to give something that you have not yourself received. It's very difficult to bless others if you don't feel blessed, if you don't feel God's already given you what you... So you, you need to receive that first. You, you need to understand God's already given you everything you need. You have access to the throne. You have access... You are adopted into God's family. You're, you already have riches greater than you could ever hope or imagine is what the scripture says in Christ Jesus. You have everything that you need. You have blessings of grace, of hope, of mercy. All you have to do is just receive them in your own life. Because you see, God wants to bless you. JP, you can, you can come. God wants to bless you, one, because he loves you. But he also wants to bless you so that you can bless others. You see, God spoke into Moses and Aaron. God blessed them a whole lot, didn't he? Gave them a lot of, you know, things. But he expected them, what? He commanded them to actually bless the people. You are blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. So that you know that you have the power through the Holy Spirit to speak a father's blessing into the lives of others. And I want you to understand every time you do that, just remember that you can because you do have the power. And keep reminding yourself that the blessing isn't based on your goodness. It's based on God's greatness. Is, is that going to help somebody today? If, if, if you're hesitant, if you're, well, I'm not just, I'm not good enough. I don't have my life on it. Okay, the power of the blessing is not based on your goodness. It's based on God's greatness. Come on. In fact, God also reminds us that actually when we're weak is when he is strong. (laughs) You know, if you observe somebody, uh, 
well, let me, let me actually just, just go to this point. As I was praying about this, thinking through this, 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 this term kind of came to my heart and my mind. It's called the transfer of trust. And that's really what's happening in a blessing. When we speak God's word, we're helping that person that we're speaking into understand that it's not our words that carry the power. It's God's. And so there, there begins to take place a transfer of trust. You know, when our kids are little or, or people are, 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 you know, looking up to us and all these things, they can begin, if we're not careful, and if we, if we don't remind them of this, that anything that we do, anything we accomplish, anything we have, is only because we have a loving Father that provided us. And that... Well, let me, let me put it to you this way. We admire people. We, many of us admire our parents. We admire other people, right? And that's great. But here's, here's, here's a certainty. The longer you spend with somebody, the more likely you are to see their flaws too, right? At some point, right? You can throw out the other glaze. I guarantee you, you get in a relationship with somebody, you, you know, one one. one one thing, you know, those of you that, well, are adults here and, you know, think, think about your own experience, even, even with your parents. Let's, let's say you had the most wonderful dad, most wonderful mom, and I, I had great parents and love them. But, you know, as you get older, you have perspective. You, you begin to see, oh, well, there's some things I really will love about them that I would want to emulate. And there's a few things you might say, eh, what about that, Right. And here's, yeah, and so, so here's, here's the issue. If we put our trust in a person, we're going to be disappointed at some point, right? We're, we're, we're going to be disappointed. And that transfer of trust is such a beautiful exchange because when you speak a blessing and, and, and what you're really doing is you're trying to help them put their trust in the most trustworthy person ever, God. Can I just give you a little parenting advice here? Those of you that are young or even old, help your children learn to obey because they love God, not just you. Come on. Because eventually, eventually they're gonna they're gonna see your flaws. They're 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 gonna see your imperfections. And you want them to be loving and obeying you out of their love for God because his love will never fail. He won't ever disappoint them. He won't ever let them down. That transfer of trust is huge. It's one of the best things you can do for your kids. You gotta get your own ego out of the way because you know what? If I'm honest, man, I don't. I want my kids to like me. I want my kids to love me. I want, I want people I'm in a relationship to think well of me. But here's, here's the thing. If, if I'm more concerned about that than pointing them to the ultimate source of goodness, I'm letting them down. I really am. And, and, and I would encourage you to, to, to think about that. Now, should we try to do the best we can? Of course, right? Try and live lives of honor and commitment. Yes, I'm not saying, you know, what you do doesn't matter. It it does. 
but it doesn't matter as much as what God does and who he is. So if you think you're flawed, dads, men, and I would say to anybody here, don't let that stop you from speaking blessings into the lives of your kids. Don't let that stop you from pursuing God's blessings over your life and from blessing the lives that God has called you to touch. Your children need you to speak God's word of position over them. They need it. Your mentor, people you're mentoring, they need you to speak God's promises over them. And everybody needs you to speak God's possibilities over them. Well, how do you how do you do it? How do you do it? You study God's word for yourself and you learn what blessings are written here. You can't speak God's word if you don't know what it is. And you know, the power of God's word will do more. To hear me now. The power of God's word has the power to do more than any form of earthly encouragement you can provide. I'm not, I'm not saying earthly encouragement isn't important. Hey, son, you're going to be great. Dust yourself off, daughter. I know you just went through the heartbreak of a, uh, of a breakup to our teenage girls. You know, that's going to happen. Hey, speaking those words is important, but it's nowhere near as influential as speaking into them. Did you know that God loves you? Did you know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life? Did you, got, did you know that God said he would never leave you? That's powerful. Do you see how a blessing carries with it more than just encouragement? Proverbs 18.21 reminds us that in the tongue, in what we speak, is the power of life and death. What you speak matters. What you say, what you bless has impact. Let's let our words speak life. Let's use our voices to speak blessings. And for you dads, specifically, a father's blessing. Would you pray with me now? Heavenly Father, our eternal and beautiful Father. God, we thank you so much for the blessings that you have already put into us and that you have planned for us, for those of us who call upon you as our Father. God, you have truly provided all that we need and we ask now, God, will you help us to receive your word into our hearts so that if our hearts may be hard in some area, Father, may you soften them through the power of your word about what you want to do in us so that you can then do something through us through the power of a blessing. Father God, will you heal broken hearts who need a father that truly loves them and who speaks life over them. Father, you speak life over us through your word, and we're so grateful for that. God, draw us near into you 
so that we will know you better and that we can come to receive your love without fear or condemnation. We ask these things. Father, we ask you to help us speak a blessing over others as you speak blessings into our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, with everybody still in a posture of prayer with your eyes closed and head bowed, you know, the blessings of God are for his people and he wants you. Maybe there's somebody here that isn't yet in God's family because you haven't accepted Jesus Christ yet. But the Bible says that all who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. Salvation comes through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died on the cross for our sins and to bring healing into our lives. And by asking Jesus into uh, your life as the Lord of your life, that is how you receive salvation. So if you're ready to let Jesus be your Savior and God to be your Father, your Abba Daddy. You can do that. Will you just pray with me? Anyone that's ready to make that decision and for those of you that have already made that decision, will you just pray this with me in support of them and really as a reminder to yourself about God's saving power in your own life. Just repeat this for um, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Wash me clean. Come into my heart. Today, I make you the Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If God is transforming your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. You can give at PursuitChurchSA.com slash give. Thank you for listening and remember to follow us to enjoy more messages like this.